0: Hi there, my name is Liz and it's a chit chat podcast. Consider it as some sort of virtual cozy space where just you and me sit by the fireplace and chat about absolutely anything from struggles of immigration to new year resolution techniques. Bear in mind that this is an audio version of the video podcast initially released on my YouTube channel. So the editing might not be perfect, but I hope you can forgive me. Well, in that case, happy listening. Just want to make sure that nobody sees my bra today. Hi guys! How's it going? Been a pretty busy week. It's our last week in Germany and then we're moving somewhere else. So I guess the next episode would be from a different location. But for now I'm still here. As you can see we've got brand new flowers. So probably that's going to be a thing of this video podcast. Just because it's very cheap. It's literally just one euro in our local little store. So why not to spoil myself with different flowers every episode, right? And uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited. And I just told my friends like every time, I mean, it's only been just twice. But every time I finish filming a new video, a new episode, I have instantly the idea of the new episode and this time it was a little bit complicated because it's just getting too personal and I was like no I'm not ready to talk about that on camera but on the other hand I was like I have no other idea like what I genuinely want to talk about and I was like why not to take this risk because I know lots of my friends, especially girlfriends, they would enjoy this kind of conversation. And without further ado, that's the relationships. Actually, it was very hard for me to choose uh, the actual topic for this conversation just because, first of all, I wanted to label it relationships, but then it was like, no, I want to make a separate episode about friendships, how I met my boyfriend, but you know, it's, it sounds very cheesy and it's not the only thing I want to talk about in this episode. So I thought Maybe I'll figure out the name, the specific name for this episode whilst I'll be talking, but that's probably one of my favorite, you know, things to talk about is, yeah, is the relationships between men and women, and I'm afraid that this probably would be one of the longest episodes if I ever, like, you know, decide to continue to do, like, a proper series of 10 or 20 episodes. But yeah, probably that's going to be the longest one because I have so much to talk about to you guys. It's also, as I've said in probably in one of my previous episodes, that it's kind of therapeutical and I think I need it right now. So, you know, dating life. Because I moved to another country when I was 15, we still had some, you know, Russian-speaking guys out there. But I was always, you know, curious to build friendships, try to build a relationship with somebody from abroad. But I realized it's more than complicated because in order to be able to communicate properly on the same level as you do in your mother tongue, you obviously you need to have a very very good level of English because you wouldn't be able to express yourself and even now when I'm pretty fluent in English I feel like I'm a different person in English rather than I'm in Russian which is my mother tongue. Since I moved to study in the UK and I was 15 so it's kind of like that teenage period where you try to figure out who you are, what do you like, what you don't like and Obviously, it comes with the guys along the way and that was very problematic for me because only after I worked with my therapist and read a lot of books and watched a lot of YouTube videos, I realized that I had this type of attachment where I worry but at the same time I really want to be independent. Like, I'm sorry I forgot the exact name for this type. There is the author who came up with three different types of attachments. So one is a healthy one, the good one, the second one is where the person worries constantly that the other person would, you know, leave them or something like that and the third one, he craves, he wants the relationship, but he's just so afraid to be hurt that it's better for him to be alone and uh, I was the mix of both not the right ones, so to say, and I barely understood it, so I had, you know, this pattern of, you know, guys treating me not the way that I deserve. It's also important to know that it took me some time to realize that, you know, I actually enjoyed this type of the roller coaster, and not a lot of girls or men who tend to have this type of uh, attachment or interest, they didn't really realize that they actually enjoy this unhealthy way themselves so it took me some time to realize that it's not healthy it never leads me to a long-term relationship it's not something that I want in my life but once I remember I you know went to my therapist and I was like I want to want that was my specific wording by the way I want to want a healthy style of relationship And she was like why do you need to force yourself to want something and I was like because I don't know how it's gonna be when it's different and I'm afraid of this but I just want to start wanting something that I've never had before but I know that it's the right thing for me and uh, fast forward to my current relationship it's by the way I'm 26 I'm gonna be 27 soon and it's my first ever long-term relationship and it's not like you know I've been around and about with many guys no it's not that and uh, a lot of my close friends know the whole history of uh, how many times I was hurt but As I've said, my current relationship is my first and hopefully the last one long-term relationship, but it's very also like it's very important to note and probably someone will think like, oh, she doesn't love him and she has something on her mind, but what I wanted to say is that by no means I ever want to imagine like, you know, something going wrong in my current relationship, but I even talked about this with him, with my boyfriend that, you know, life goes, we so a lot of beautiful couples breaking up and it's part of life when people at some point decide to separate as i've said like i don't even want to think about this because i know it's going to hurt but I also accept this reality where it might happen and um, not a lot of things last forever and I totally realize this, but at the same time it makes me totally appreciate what I have now to work on this relationship, to make the, the best out of this and to make the best for him. What I'm trying to say here is that the way I talk about this maybe doesn't sound like I'm you know, 200% in love, which I actually am, I think that's the thought of somebody who's definitely been through therapy and who is not in a codependent relationship, as apparently most people are in I won't say that my whole life you know revolves around this relationship no it's not like that and I think it's a healthy way where you can actually differentiate between different parts of your life and relationship is just uh, one of them and now we're like moving to the most probably interesting part is how I met him for me it was also a very interesting kind of like process of healing in itself and I'll explain you in a sec what I mean by that we known each other for like maybe a six or seven years, but we never talked. I doubt that we even were, you know, friends on Instagram, but we just had a lot of mutual friends from London, where we both studied. Fast forward to 2021, I kind of like returned to Russia because of the COVID. He also returned to Russia because of the COVID. And after some time, we're meeting at our friend's birthday party. I instantly was like, oh, like, that's interesting. I haven't seen this guy for a very long time. I never, you know, I barely even noticed him. It wasn't like the love from the first side, but at that time I would definitely tell like it was the love from the first side, especially physically wise and the body language. But the only thing that we had in common, at least at that time, that we both played tennis and we decided that probably sometime we can go and play tennis and that was it. So there was like no interest from his side at all. When we started dating I asked him like whether there was any spark and there was no any spark at all, so that was another situation when I liked the guy, he didn't like me back, and I was like, at that time, I was trying to enjoy the moment as much as I can, in terms of like, I got a new job, I was living in a nice apartment in Moscow, I was with my cat, which I literally just you know acquired so a lot of beautiful things have started happening finally in my life after moving back from the us and i was like there is no way i'm gonna like think about this guy ruin my life no i've been through this so many times like it's not happening to me again and then it happened again and i remember like maybe in a month he randomly texted me like oh you want to go play tennis and i was like oh sure and we played tennis a couple of times but as I've said, there was no spark, it was just pure not even friendship, like he was bored I guess, and he was like, Okay, let's at least try to play tennis with somebody new to some extent. And I remember I was sitting at my therapist's chair and I was like, you know, crying and sobbing and I could barely speak and she was like, Liz, I know like you miss LA, you miss your previous life. There are a lot of things that you don't enjoy now but probably there is something else you want to talk about and probably towards the end of the conversation it was like yeah actually there is a guy but like you know it's very complicated I don't want to make any first moves and our time was almost up and she was like Lizzie I see that you're in a such a vulnerable state right now. Like, please don't do anything stupid. It's not like I was about to take drugs or I ever done this before. No, it's just like she saw that I wanted to get escape from this mental state, but she also like I'm her client she wants to make sure that I'm safe and I don't do anything you know wrong and what I did the minute I go out of this therapy session I texted him and I invited him for like drinks slash dinner because I had this experience in my life before when I can't be with this person romantically at least I want to be friends with them because most of the guys that I ever was interested in there most of them were very clever interesting people and now i realize that it's a very toxic pattern when you actually like the guy or you know a girl and you try to be friends with them just because they're genuinely interesting people but it also like this side of you that wants to be with them romantically ruins you every time you talk to them actually but i was like okay if he says yes that would be great we can have a little bit, you know, more time together to get to know each other. Maybe I won't like him in the end. If he says no, obviously he has no interest in me at all and uh, that would be it. And he says yes and for me that was like, okay, at least I get a chance not even like, you know, to seduce him. No, it's not that. I was genuinely interested in just knowing him as a person to make sure that if I have this huge interest in him, is it even there like so we met up after that we had other couple of like not days but just had a walk in the park we met with our mutual friends and at some point he comes to me with flowers and i could even kind of like see that that was coming we had a nice dinner that evening but then i was like some something happened inside of me and the next day I'm sitting at the airport with my cat and I'm texting him a huge message like you know I think I confused something with something and I think it's better if we just stay friends and don't you know mess it all up and uh, I was very surprised in a good way that he responded me with saying like sorry but it doesn't work for me if I like you. Um, I don't want to be friends with you because it's going to hurt me, it's toxic and sorry we we cannot be friends. And I was like, well, like, don't you find me interesting enough just to be friends with me? I had these experiences when I tortured myself for years when I wanted like to be with a person romantically, but it wasn't like, you know, mutual. So I just kept being friends with them. And I was like, why can't you do this? But then I realized like, oh, this guy actually knows about his, you know, personal borders. And uh, yeah, I went to my hometown. I stayed there for a couple of weeks, but I was, you know, struggling to understand like what just happened. I liked this guy. He kind of like showed him interest back to me and I was gone. Like what's wrong here? And then once again, I reread this book about the attachment styles. I kind of like did some revision of my whole life. When somebody who I liked makes a step forward towards me, what I do, I immediately, I move back. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, no, he's not actually that cool. He's not the one that I was, you know, looking for. That's all stupid. Like, no, no, no. It's crazy. It's scary. That's the most important word here. It's scary when somebody likes you back, when you actually like that person but I think at that time I felt something I felt safe he seemed like a guy with a very healthy uh, mental background so to say and I was like okay I'll text him what exactly I feel right now and he texted something like you know I feel like I misconfused things and I said something that I actually didn't mean and I don't know why I said something but maybe we can just you know had a phone call and chat because I genuinely wanted to know like how was he doing and at one point we talked for like maybe five or six hours it was already you know, morning and that was back at night when we started talking and I realized that we actually share a lot of things that mattered to me. You know the experience of being lonely when you're just 15 and studying abroad without your parents, without your friends and a lot of personal stuff like that really touched me and I realized that we have a lot of common in terms of values. We had and still have like, probably similar interests. Our Traits of character are pretty opposite, and I always told my friends, like, you know, I've never been in a relationship, but I always thought, like, in theory, the perfect match is when people are different in terms of the character. Exactly similar, exactly the same values, but probably somewhere in the middle they meet in terms of interests. Interests might differ, but shouldn't be drastically different. At that moment, I felt safe and I felt like there could be something in there he just proposed to me in terms of he just proposed to me and now we're in a ring with it no it's not that he just suggested that probably when i'm back he can meet me at the airport obviously i i was curious to see that those two weeks were very transformational for me and I connected at the time with a lot of my childhood friends. I told them about this weird story that there is a guy that I like but it's very complicated from my side and he met me at the airport. He did a very... I don't know if I should tell it but he had a huge not huge but like A4 sign saying Margaret Thatcher because it's something that my parents called me when I was a kid and he remembered that and it was very cute like he was standing up there with this sign and I was like well wow. he actually remembered something I said like probably in the first not date but the meeting that we had and that was very cute and after that the rest is the history and by sharing this actually very personal story, I'm not even like realizing that I just said it out loud, but you know I've been through so many hurtful, not even relationships, just you know, liking a guy that doesn't like you back and I've been through therapy and I think that was the key because a lot of people, especially from divorced families, they have, they tend to have very explicit patterns in their behavior and uh, probably it's something that most of them need to explore because it hurts other people and most importantly it hurts them like themselves and even though I had both parents which tend to have good relationship between them. It wasn't the same, like the relationship between us wasn't the best and it it really affected my style of relationships with other people, not even only guys. And for me, my therapy was very needed, but I did a lot of homework, you know, I read a lot of books on psychology, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, most importantly, I listened to my friends who told me their stories of their relationships, and I was able to draw my personal conclusions, and I think that was very useful, and I cannot tell you, like, you know, I'm that girl that was always popular in school, that had so much attention from guys, and I was very confident, and uh, I just only had to choose a guy and he would be mine. That was never my case. And now I know exactly why. In a lot of times it's not about the people that we choose, it's about us, why we choose them in the first place. Because nobody forces you to like or love this person, but you do. But he or she hurts you, but you're still in this semi-relationship with them and it's crazy right so for me it really took a lot of work a lot of time before I got my first long-term relationship and I don't like the word first because it sounds like I'm gonna have a second or a third but if we name the things by their own name I'm 26 and uh, I'm just so grateful that I finally had this opportunity to feel loved to share my love you know, not only with my beautiful cat, but with a human being of the opposite gender. And I'm not saying that everything is perfect and, you know, it's just a fairy tale where you can see the end, the titles, and that's it. No, there is a lot of behind-the-scenes work. We have different sorts of conversations. There is always a place for compromise, where you need to sacrifice something that you want and you like. But yeah, I think it's very beautiful and I think everybody in their life if they do their inner or shadow work whatever you want to call it they will get this experience because I don't want to like you know say like getting the perfect guy or perfect goal should be a goal of your life it's not like that as I've said before it's just a part of your life probably you don't even want a relationship and that's totally okay but I always wanted a relationship but I never craved it and I never said like I want to get married or you want to like I want to have a perfect husband I always said that I genuinely regardless of the gender even that I don't identify myself as a bisexual or um, like you know any other identity I always saw like I never know how this person will look like, right? So the only thing I really genuinely wanted is to find a soulmate who shares my values, who has similar goals, who ticks not all the boxes because nobody is, you know, that perfect. Probably there are cases like that but in my case I think there are still things that we try to, you know, like get used in each other but... I've been through a lot of work and a lot of obviously ups and downs in this aspect of my life, romantic relationships. And I'm very grateful where I'm now and I truly appreciate it. And I'm just genuinely happy even though the environment and the political situation not the best. I'm so grateful that finally for the first time in my life, I'm not alone going through something objectively difficult. If you're watching this and if you're in a relationship that you know have problems or you are single but you want to find your soulmate, I just want to say like in my life nothing came to me easy. Nothing. I was always studying hard. I applied to numerous jobs. I got fired a couple of times and in terms of relationships I was hurt a lot of times. But I think when it comes to anything in your life, and it's the message that I'm trying to send throughout all of my video podcasts that I do here, is that hard work pays off. And a lot of people would say like, oh, isn't the relationships like the the only kind of place where you just need to enjoy? And from my experience, no. It's never it was never my case and still we have something to work through and I just want to be honest about this but so far is the most beautiful thing that happened to me in terms of the romantic relationships and in life because I always knew that for me it is important to have a stable loving relationship with a person that shares my values and um, just my best friend and my soulmate and my brother and um, yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed watching this. I guess a long video, but I was trying to pour my heart and my soul out there just to make sure that if anybody who's watching lost his or her hope or just wanted to see another story of how people met, and just to make it clear that we're together one and almost half years, and it's nothing in comparison to a lot of couples that I know that have been together like six or Ten years you know, or people who are married, but you know for me, that milestone is my first relationship, and I hope it's going to be the last one for me that's that's sort of an achievement because we've been through so much we've been together like literally twenty four seven especially in the last half a year, but even before that, both of us worked remotely from home, so physically we're together in one you know, apartment most of the time. It it feels like we had COVID times even after COVID in terms of like our living situation. But I guess we're doing pretty great if we're still together and I hope it's going to continue being so. I just want to send you love, genuine love and hope. And for those of you who believe that relationships, romantic relationships matter to them, that it's gonna come one day in very different shapes and forms and weird timings whenever you don't expect it. It's beautiful. As I've said many times before, is another beautiful part of life as well as your career, as well as your personal development, your friendship relationships. And regardless of the outcome of that is just a very valuable experience, which brings you a lot of insights. It transforms you like 180 degrees, if not more. So yeah, I'm just wishing everyone who's watching this video the love in any shape and form, whatever you enjoy, whoever you enjoy. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you have any special requests in terms of topics that you want me to cover, or you want to share your love story and your insights, just put it all down in the comments below. I genuinely want to hear from you guys. So, thank you so much for watching and see you in the next video. As I've said, thanks for watching. In this case, thanks for listening and don't forget to rate this episode if you enjoyed it and I'll be grateful for any feedback that you might have for me. And talk to you soon. Bye.